0: Thank you so much for joining me and welcome. This week we're going to talk a bit about making the most of our time off. I'll get more into what that means in just a minute. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com/383. This episode is brought to you by the University of California at Irvine Division of Continuing Education. One really good use of our time is improving our knowledge and skills through continuing education. According to data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, continuing education directly correlates to higher income. It can also open doors to networking opportunities, better job opportunities, and career progression. That's why I'm so pleased to partner with and recommend as a resource for you, The University of California at Irvine Division of Continuing Education. UCIDCE has been serving the lifelong learning and skills development needs of the local, regional, and global community for over 50 years. UCIDCE offers more than 80 career focused programs in diverse areas such as business, leadership, technology, education, engineering, health sciences, law, finance, and so much more. Some programs can prepare individuals to sit for industry certification, such as a paralegal certification program, or provide continuing education credit toward recertification. They offer their courses on a quarterly basis. No formal application is required to enroll, and enrollment is open to everyone. And in these courses, you can learn from instructors who are practicing professionals with extensive relevant industry experience. So you'll gain practical skills that can be applied immediately on the job. To learn more, visit ce.uci.edu learn now. Okay, so let's get into our topic this week. As you know, if you've been listening for a while, I took the month of January off from publishing new episodes of the podcast. And this was a first since this podcast launched in 2014. So it was kind of a big deal for me. And as I record this episode, I'm actually a few hundred miles away from home, spending two weeks at a writing retreat with four other women at a house near the beach in Florida. Both of these were breaks from my usual routine, much needed opportunities to rest, to reflect and to regroup. I valued and enjoyed both of them, and yet I struggled with and during both of these times. I noticed myself feeling guilty for not working and producing even though these were, you know, planned times away from work. I'm guessing you can kind of relate to this. A lot of us in this community were here because we want to be productive in the sense of getting things done and and making a life that matters, and that's a good thing to want to get things done, but I think some of us struggle with feeling guilty Feeling like if we're we're not doing something that we identify as productive, we're wasting time. And because I was thinking about that while I was here on this retreat, I felt like it was a good time to maybe talk about how we can enjoy and, and make the most of these breaks in our routine, or even just normal days off from work. So I, I'm not talking about just, you know, extended time off but even just the weekend or, or you know, a day off from work. And so I thought I'd share some thoughts that I've had. I did a little bit of research as I was thinking about why I'm feeling guilty when I take time off and uh, what we can do to, to sort of get past that and make the most of the breaks from our usual routine. And I think the first thing is that it really requires a, a shift in our mindset about what it means to be productive we often think that being productive means doing things even though you know if you've listened to this podcast very long we talk all the time that productivity is more than just checking things off a to-do list and yet that mindset is in the back of our minds we we think really if we're going to be productive we've got to be getting stuff done and we need to shift that mindset, I think, in order to enjoy and make the most of our time off. And so the question then becomes, are rest and downtime productive? I think they're necessary. There is plenty of evidence out there for the concept that nobody can just go, go, go all the time, that our bodies and our minds need a break from focused work. And so whether our work is for our job or our, you know, our career, or for a side hustle, or just managing our homes and families and day-to-day lives, I truly believe that rest and time away from work are essential components of a productive life. They're not a break from productivity, but they are part of a productive life. And interestingly, on my drive down here to Florida from Texas for this retreat, I started listening to Chris Bailey's, I think it's his most recent book, it's called Hyper Focus. And this book is about the importance of focusing deeply on what we're doing. But what I found interesting as I listened is that he spends a lot of time in the book, like the second second section of it is talking about the opposite of deeply focusing on our work he was talking about how much we actually need unfocused time in order to process our thoughts, make new connections between ideas and come up with creative thoughts and solutions. So he's not talking so much about the like the health benefits of rest and time away, but that we need it to balance out the focused work. For instance, we we tend to think of just sort of daydreaming as wasted time, but based on extensive research that he did while he was writing this book, including interviews with experts in brain function and and lots of other areas, he notes in the book that, uh, and I'm quoting here, daydreaming is immensely potent when our intention is to solve problems, think more creatively, brainstorm new ideas, or recharge And I really kind of honed in on that concept of recharge, uh, that daydreaming, time when we're not focused on work and accomplishing things is important for recharging. He goes on to say, as far as boosting our creativity is concerned, mind wandering is in a league of its own. I just thought that was so interesting that when we are not focused on getting work done. And again, whether this work is for our job or for some just, you know, work around the house or whatever, when we're not focused and and really paying attention uh, to getting a work project done, mind wandering is good for us. He mentions that uh, based again on the research that he did, focusing on tasks all day consumes a good deal of mental energy uh, even when you're managing and defending your attentional space and here he's talking about the things he talked about in the first half of the book about what he calls hyperfocus he says scatter focus which is the f- term he uses for uh, allowing our minds to wander at, during rest and and restoration times he says Scatter focus replenishes your your supply of intention so you can focus for longer. So the times away from focused work, uh, where we let our minds wander, where we're doing something that's restorative, actually increases our capacity to focus and get our work done. That's why rest and uh, time away from work are so important. He goes on to say, the more often we scatter focus to replenish our mental energy, the more energy we have for our most important tasks. As our mental energy steadily depletes throughout the day, so too does our ability to focus. Recharging is critical and worth the time investment. The better rested we are, the more productive we become. I just thought that was so good and so, uh, so relevant to this topic of of, of making the most of our time off and, you know, changing our mindset about the value of it. Finally, he says, uh, in fact, taking a break is one of the most productive things you can do. Your brain has a limited pool of energy. And once that reserve is depleted, so too are your focus and productivity breaks, not only allow you to recharge, they prevent you from hitting a wall. So, We actually need rest and time away from work in order to be most effective and efficient and productive during our work times. And so that's, you know, this all kind of comes under this category of the mindset shift we need to have about what it means to be productive, that it's not about working and producing results all day long that time away and times of rest and breaks are crucial to our ability to get our work done. So, you know, consider that as you kind of work on your mindset about time away if that's something you struggle with. The second tip or or concept that I thought about in this is that we need to give ourselves permission to take a break, to get away from our work periodically. Nobody is going to do that for you and you don't need anybody else's permission anyway. I mean, obviously, if you're going to take a day off from work that's not a regular day off, you got to get your boss's permission. But even if it's just permission to enjoy and and take advantage of the weekend. If weekends are your time off from your regular work, to give yourself permission to enjoy that and to not go straight from your day job to you know work 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 on other stuff all weekend but give yourself permission to take time off and recognizing how valuable that downtime is from the things we just talked about should make this a little easier that, that is giving ourselves permission to enjoy our time off it is good for us and that makes it good for the other people in our lives our family our employers our clients, our coworkers, if we are rested and restored and able to come back to our work in that condition and more able to focus and actually get the work done, then that's good for everybody. So give yourself permission to take time off and to enjoy the time off and not feel guilty that you're not working. And the third concept that I think is really valuable here is In order to make the most of our time off and allow ourselves to enjoy it, um, we can leverage your productivity skills by having a plan for your free time. I know personally, if I don't have a plan for what I'm going to do with my time away from work, I can sort of default to vegging in front of the TV or, you know, scrolling through social media or something that isn't necessarily restorative, and I do in that case, end up feeling like I really wasted that time off. And so all the things we learn about being productive and making plans and setting goals and objectives can be leveraged to uh, actually make the most of our time off so that it really is restorative for us. So the first concept here, the first tip would be to have an objective for your time off, whether it's, uh, you know, a Saturday off from work or a more extended uh, break like this retreat that I'm on or a vacation that you're going on or or anything like that. Have an objective for it. Why? What do you want to accomplish from it? Are you looking for restoration, rejuvenation? Do you want to have fun and, and have some laughter in it? What do you want to get out of the day or the experience? Uh, in an article I read on self titled, 11 Tips for Anyone Who Doesn't Know How to Relax, which I just love that title. One therapist in this article is cited for the suggestion of, uh, and I'm quoting from the article, asking yourself what you hope to get out of your relaxation time each time you do it. The article's writer goes on to say, to rest or to escape are starting points, but it helps to get specific. Do you need to distract yourself from problems at work? Do you need to feel refreshed and ready to dive back into life? Do you need to calm your anxiety? Do you need to feel soothed and comforted? Really dig into what do you want the outcome of this uh, restoration relaxation time to be? And then the the writer says, from there, you can figure out how to support your needs, both by choosing the right activity and by figuring out which boundaries to put into place like not checking your phone or choosing the right location or time in order to make it happen. So I, I love this idea of having a plan and using your, the productivity techniques that help you accomplish things at work to sort of support the idea of your relaxation time and your, your away from work time. It makes it feel more, um, more productive, I guess, to me. Uh, so have an objective And another tip for uh, making the most of of your time off and using your productivity skills to do that is to give yourself something to look forward to. So for instance, consider what you enjoy but haven't done in a while and make a plan to do that during your time off. Maybe you're going to take a class in something you want, uh, you know, something artistic or something interesting to you. Maybe you're going to participate in a sport. Maybe you like bike riding or playing tennis and you haven't done that in a while. So plan ahead to engage in that during your day off or your time off. Or maybe you want to get together with friends because, you know, you find that restorative and and fun. Maybe you want to participate in some crafting or other artistic or creative pursuit that, you find relaxing, but you haven't done in a while. Or maybe, you know, like me, you want to just simply curl up on the couch or out in the sun with a book you've been wanting to read. Whatever you find enjoyable and relaxing that you haven't done in a while, make a plan to to do that. Another great um, kind of concept or or idea for making the most of your time off and giving yourself something to look forward to uh, comes from a blog post that Amy Williams, who's a member of the productive woman community published on her star stunning blog lately. And I, as a side note, I really recommend her blog for, for anybody, especially for working moms, because that's kind of who it's targeted for. But anyway, her recent post was about the idea of planning her own day-long retreat with a small group of her friends, um, and she kind of gets into where she got the idea and what elements would make this a really uh, restorative time and a great use of of time off. And she offers some some really good ideas, very very uh, specific, actionable ideas for structuring a retreat like this pointing out that we don't have to spend large amounts of time and money to feel refreshed. So I'll put a link to her post in the show notes for this episode because it, there's some really good ideas. It's not a long post, but there's some great ideas in there for uh, planning a, just a day-long retreat. I think she talks about one that she participated in that was like from 10 a.m. to, to 4 p.m. or something like that in somebody's home but with a a very specific structure to it and giving yourself something like that, getting together with, um, you know, three or four or five uh, like-minded friends who want to do something like this can be such a good use of time off, very refreshing and restorative and get you in a, a physical and mental place to go back to work, really ready to, to get stuff done So I love that idea. And like I said, I'll put a link to her post in the show notes for this episode. For those of us who think about work on our days off and feel guilty for not working, one writer in an an article I'll also link to in the show notes suggests that we distract ourselves. And this writer notes, it's often easy to just stop working, but it's not so easy to stop thinking about work. If making the conscious effort to detach is still difficult for you, doing something else to stay busy may be your solution. And so this writer says hobbies that require concentration like cross-stitching or woodworking allow you to focus on finishing that specific task. And at the same time, the writer says can improve cognition and memory. Uh, Even working on a jigsaw puzzle can occupy our minds enough to overcome those thoughts that we should be working. So this is a great way to, again, leverage your productivity skills to plan ahead for your time off for an activity that will absorb your mind, uh, absorb your thoughts and distract you from, you know, those feelings of guilt or thoughts about work. That, again, is so important for the restorative nature of time off. If we spend our time away from work sort of stewing about work issues all the time, we're not going to get the full benefits of actually having time off. So I encourage you to, to consider that if if that's something you struggle with. And I know I do often, uh, you know, if I've got some some situation with a client or a project that I'm working on for work that kind of leaks over into my time off. Finding a an activity to engage in that that really fully engages your mind so that you're distracted from that stuff can really help with, with the rest and restoration. The final idea that I came up with for leveraging our our productivity skills to make the most of our time off is to to intentionally nurture your ability to appreciate and take advantage of time off. So there are certain skills that we need in order to to uh, be able to really enjoy our time off. And I think we can develop those skills on purpose. So for instance, begin taking actual purposeful breaks from your work, times when you, You don't merely switch from the work you're doing to some other task or some non-restorative distraction. So for example, uh, if you're taking a, a break, and I'm using air quotes here, from your work, instead of switching to checking social media, which is not generally restful or restorative, go for a walk or go just sit outside without your phone or other device and just be there in the moment even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes, to start building up our capacity to rest, to be away from work without uh, filling that time with meaningless activity. In Hyperfocus, Chris Bailey says, the best time to take a break is before you need to, much as you're probably already dehydrated when you feel thirsty Your focus and productivity have likely already begun to falter by the time you feel fatigued. So schedule breaks on purpose. And again, the the idea here is to start building the habit of taking time away by starting with small chunks of time. Most jobs can allow for, you know, a 15-minute break here and there. Make good use of that. Practice making good use of the time off with these short periods of time by actually taking a break, walking away from your workspace, getting outside if you can, but doing something that actually is restful and and practice doing that to build up your, your tolerance for time away from work. Another way to nurture this skill or this ability is to find an activity that you enjoy and can get absorbed in and do that maybe one evening a week instead of uh, your usual evening tv shows or chores around the house give yourself uh, you know a couple of hours one evening a week or uh, you know on saturday mornings or something a shorter period of time again that you you change your routine up a little bit and you're doing something that you really enjoy and can get absorbed in so it takes your mind away from work whether that work is your your job related or home related or whatever but something you enjoy that is going to distract you from work and again you're you're doing a little bit longer period of time than the work breaks i was just talking about but you're building up your ability to to step away from work uh, and do something else restful without feeling guilty about it and the final thought that i had uh, that i think can help us build up our ability to step away from work and rest and relax is to add meditation to your daily routine. By meditation, I'm not talking about any sort of religious or spiritual practice, but very simple, straightforward, basic meditation where you just sit quietly and maybe focus on your breath for a few minutes, and and you can start with just a few minutes. Sometimes using uh, an app that does guided meditations like Calm or some of the others that do that uh, can help you get started, but it's a valuable addition to our routine because aside from the health benefits that meditation can bring, uh, such as reduced stress and anxiety, it helps us build a, the skill of stillness something a lot of us in our culture today struggle with we're not very good at just being quiet because our minds go to work or go to you know whatever things are sort of distracting us or think that we should things that we should be doing but the practice of meditation is just about being still and quiet letting your mind go where where it wants noticing when it's wandering, bringing it back to whatever the intention is for that session. As one writer puts it, focused attention meditation is like weightlifting for your attention span. It helps increase the strength and endurance of your attention. It just can help us so much with learning to be still and quiet and allow ourselves to rest and in hyper-focus again, I keep coming back to that. It's really a good book. I, I may talk more about it, use it for one of our productive reading episodes uh, here in the next few weeks because it's there's really a lot of good stuff in there. I haven't quite finished the book yet. so. But anyway, in the book, Bailey says, there is one practice that has been proven in study after study to increase working memory capacity, and that's meditation. So it has a lot of mental and physiological benefits, but in addition, it helps us to build up our tolerance for stillness, quietness, uh, and uh, sort of removing ourselves from activity, from work activity, which again, I think is necessary for us to be able to make the most of our time off and get the benefits of it so that we can go back to our work rested and ready to accomplish things. So those are just a few thoughts I had on this topic of making the most of our time away from work. But I'd love to know, what do you think? How do you make good use of your time off? Is this something you struggle with or are you good at it? What do you do with your time off that helps you uh, restore and rest and, and be ready to go back to work? I'd love to hear that. You can share your thoughts on this in the comment section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 383, or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. As always, if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's a good place to continue this conversation. We can share ideas with each other. Uh, I, You know, these are a few that I've come up with that I want to implement in my own life so that when I have time away from work, instead of feeling guilty or being distracted, that I'm actually going to take good advantage of that time. Uh, So I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'd love to hear from you couple quick thoughts. A reminder, if you want to join me for the next quarterly planning retreat at the end of March, I talked about this, I think at the end of December maybe, or maybe in the first episode, uh, February. If you want to join me in any event, uh, the first one will be at the end of March and you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Again, what, what I'll be doing here i is is I'm, I'm willing to host up to four women at my home here in North Texas for a quarterly weekend planning retreat. Uh, it be just a small charge to cover food and supplies. You'll be responsible for your own transportation costs. And the first one will be the last week of March. So March 25th through 27th of this year, 2022. And once again, if you're interested and would like more information, email me right away at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And finally, remember, whether career-related or just for the fun of learning something new, if one of your goals this year is to advance your education and or your career, remember to visit ce.uci.edu slash learn now to see how UCI's Division of Continuing Education can support those goals. That's ce.uci.edu slash learn now. And thank you so much to UCI for supporting The Productive Woman. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for being here for spending this time with me. I hope you found it worthwhile. And I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.